Well, here's a little bit of craziness from Talking Points Memo, one of my favorite uh, uh, sites on the web. They always come up with really good stuff. This is about the uh, the fact that the investigating officer in the court-martial of birther Army Dr. Terrence Lakin has denied Lakin's request to compel President Obama to testify, robbing the birthers of what they hoped would be a golden opportunity to try the eligibility question in a high-stakes trial setting. They really thought... That, uh, that the U.S. military would bring the president in to testify on his eligibility at the court-martialing of a wingnut. Okay, Lakin is being court-martialed for refusing to follow orders to deploy to Afghanistan on the grounds that Obama is not eligible to be president and that therefore, in Lakin's view, all military orders are illegitimate. That's great thinking! And here's the quote from the investigating officer. The defense submitted a memorandum outlining the concept of chain of command, showing that the president is at the top of the chain, showing that the Constitution requires the president to be a natural-born citizen and stating that soldiers must disobey illegal orders. That's what the investigating officer explains in this memo. There is no scholarly discussion of what constitutes an illegal order or under what circumstances such an order can be disobeyed. Right. There's the word. No scholarly discussion. Because these are a bunch of numbnuts. In my view, our constitutional jurisprudence allows Congress alone and not a military judicial body to put the president's credentials on trial. For this reasons, and the reasons stated above, it is my opinion the discovery items pertaining to the president's credentials are not relevant to the proof of any element of the charges and specifications set forth in the charge sheet. Consequently, I will not examine the documents or witnesses pertinent to the president or his credentials to hold office. Ah, but... Driscoll is, however, allowing Lakin's attorney to call Alan Keyes as a witness for reasons that are unclear. A preliminary hearing is set for June 11th. Alan Keyes, I can't wait to hear what that great mind has to say. I should point out that it's this type of opinion that makes me so happy to be American. We have the most sophisticated, most civil libertarian, civil rights-oriented judicial system and legal system in the world. Perfect? No. Being chipped away at? Yes. Uh, Mr. Obama, stop screwing with Miranda. But all in all, an extraordinarily person-sensitive, citizen-sensitive system, and I applaud it. And I applaud the investigating officer for throwing these wingnuts, you know, the curveball they bloody well deserve. I see a crawling king snake Oh, 
Pete, I uh, I picked up a story in the business section of the of the Times just because it was about hummus. Everybody likes hummus. Yeah, you know? this is the New York Times, the this, gray lady, the not gray the lady, L.A. Times, the tan lady. That's right. Okay. The, <clears throat> no orange juice in this paper. No, definitely not. Well, here's the thing. I mean, who cares about hummus? But uh, just to let everybody know, when they go to the supermarket and they buy these obscure little brands that you just have these precious, cute little names, and they're just little panda bear brands of okay. They're just little boutique things made in little clabbered houses out there in the there woods. There we go. PepsiCo estimates that $10 billion of its annual revenue of $43.2 billion last year came from what it calls its good-for-you portfolio. Oh, no. It's the, not good for you. It's just it's, the it's good-for-you it's good, portfolio. It's the good-for-them portfolio. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just when you go marketing next, and these cute little panda brands come around like Aquafina Water, Near East Couscous, Quaker Oats, Tropicana, and we get way down into the back of the really precious, expensive items now. Uh, Sabra, Naked Juices. You've seen them in there. Oh, sure. They bought, they bought Naked. They bought uh, smart Food Snacks. Stacy's Pita Chips. You thought you were healthy with Pita Chips? It's going right to PepsiCo. And you thought Stacy personally made them. Oh, no. Stacy's picture is on them. Yeah. 
But that's like, you know, Betty Crocker. Well, wait a minute. Betty Crocker and Laura Scudder. Do you know, are they literally in the kitchen smashing up them goobers or making them bread? No, they're playing Chemin de Fer in Monte Carlo. You bet. Well, PepsiCo intends to rapidly expand its lineup of healthier fare, according to the company's 2009 annual report, by taking steps like investing to accelerate the growth of these platforms. In other words, more advertising. No day without night, no beginning without an end. And this is the end of Radio Free Oz for today, Dave. Oh, my goodness. Well, that means we have to go off and perform in Portland and Eugene this yeah. coming weekend. Oh, I remember the last time we performed in Eugene, and I went out during the day down to the, the shores of the Willamette and ate blackberries or bushberries fresh. Mm. And I went, ooh, I want to move up to no- the Northwest, and I'm finally here. And here you are. Yeah. Are you going to read a little something from well, Fire I, Science Shakespeare th- this play? Is, this is from uh, the, the appendixes and notes to uh, anything you want to, uh, Shakespeare's famous lost comedy. There are a number of uh, famous Elizabethan recipes that are mentioned in the course of the play, and I thought I would dedicate this recipe uh, to the, uh, the executives of uh, British Petroleum, meeting down there in Louisiana. I think this is a perfect meal for them. It's called the Devil's Barbecue. Assemble a gutted razorback hog, about 40 pounds, and stuff with razor clams in their shells, then roast. Serve with chicken fried cuttlefish, hot whelp soup, country-wide deep-fried potatoes with cornholes, and sides of holy peño pepper shots. And that comes with Pecker's Up Ale, Southern discomfort and moldy's old rye. Oh, sounds delicious. Oil's well, that ends well, Dave. As Radio Free Oz for today, here's the Oz team. I'm Peter Bergman, your host, co host David Osman. John Cumming is our electrical electronics a consultant. Phil Fountain, head of the Oz Design Group, makes it all look so good. Tom Gedwillow keeps the web happening. Chaz Glass does the financials. Dave Maloney records the sound. Bill McIntyre produces the whole thing. And Scott Wilde is our social media guru. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. <laughs>